What's up, guys? I know you are checking out MLB The Show just like I am for the first time on Xbox and loving it. And if you are looking for some folks to uh, play with, commiserate with, um, you know, load clips somewhere, come check us out on Discord. The uh, link is in the show notes. Hit it, Risky. everyone and welcome to episode 153 of cross atlantic gaming i'm your host risky the kid and joining me this week as always my co-host moose hey hey player what's going on buddy oh you know just a day at home with two of the three kids so the best kind of day always <laughs> well we were getting into this you were like can you hear them they're screaming louder as soon as you close the windows, no, I shut all the windows. Yeah, they decided they, to like, amplify. They ran it. over to go underneath the windows and start fighting with each other. So they saw you close the windows. See window. if they're all alive at the end of the show. That'll be fun. We'll uh, we'll check back in in an hour. Or so. it's, yeah, it's it's pretty much Lord of the Flies in the backyard right now. Good so lord, I'll see what happens. Uh, all right. I mean, not a lot to go over before the show. Um, it is a mailbag episode but a few of them kind of could be scattered throughout the show so we're probably just going to answer them that way uh Word. kind of if that works yeah works let's do it you the boss all right well hey another week in gaming what have we been getting into um i wanted to start off actually with uh this past weekend I had some friends over played some board games kind of off topic but board games games close enough right uh but we right. finally got to play. You talked about this game, I don't know, months and months and months ago. But we finally got a chance to play that Catan Game of Thrones, like the Game of Thrones oh, nice. version of Catan. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Kirk bought it, and he was like, hey, I know you've got a lot of games, but do you care if I bring a game over? And I was like, no, of course not. Um, so we checked that out, and that was that was a lot of fun. It, it's it's very Catan still with like the, the core mechanics of the game, but adding on the additional threat of like wildlings hopping over the wall and blocking off your spaces and stuff like that. Like, yeah. And Torbjorn is key, right? <laughs> yeah. Instead of the traditional robber, he's just going around and blocking all my wood resource spots and <laughs> all that fun stuff. Um, so, so yeah. Have you, uh, did you pick that up since you played it that first time? Um, Let's see. I'm sure we played it since then, but it doesn't come out very often because it's usually just the two of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it said four. I don't know. I don't even know if there is a two-player variant for it or anything. I think you can play two-player, but... It might be kind of weird. Right. The worst thing in games... I think if we ever played any two-player games, it's always cribbage, and I get my butt kicked, so... (laughs) Fair enough. One thing about some of the more modern games now, and when they give like these two-player variants, they're usually not great or you have to like control a third like i don't know computer player right. like it's ghost like player npc that like auto rolls everything yeah it's just kind of like yeah i wish we had friends that's usually the mm-hmm. conclusion you come away with um but because i brought that up there was a, a question that ryan had written in a little bit ago and he wanted to know what our favorite board games are he said scrabble 
snakes and ladders, which I'm assuming is a lot like shoots, shoots. and ladders, right? Yeah. Right, you'd think. And chess for me are all elite. Also Ludo, which I don't even know what Ludo is. Eh, who knows? And also I don't think any of those games that you listed are really that fun. Besides chess. I think chess is chess is fine. But uh how about you? Start start there. I've got lots of opinions here, so I'll I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. Um a lot of things have come from suggestions from you, but uh, one two-player game that's pretty decent, except for I believe my wife cheated when we played, <laughs> is uh, Boss Monster. And that's oh, like a, yeah. a card-based dungeon crawler that you create the dungeon and you try to, like, you are the boss monster and you try to, like, set traps and rooms and stuff in order to kill the people coming through. And it's very, know, it's like... Pretty fun. Yeah, if you're a like video game player, that game translates right. pretty well. It, like you just you see a lot of things that you would see in like dungeon crawling video games that are thrown into there. Um, yeah, that one's a ton of fun though. Right, and then uh, obviously I like Catan. That's a fun game. Um, Ticket to Ride is another strategy type game that's a lot of fun to play. It's it takes you know you're basically trying to build a monopoly of railroads across the United States. Yeah, that's a good one. You have like the hidden routes that you're trying to like lay trains out across the, at least if I'm remembering right, you're trying to like lay trains across the country to make it from point A to B. Exactly. And like make, make the longest chain. And then you also have like goal cards that only, you know what your goals are. So, um, like you, you need to make a seven train connection between Chicago and Memphis or, you know, stuff like that. And only you are the person that knows what your goals are, but other people can like one time I played my brother-in-law and art literally the whole time that the only thing they did the whole game was try to block me and screw me over. And I definitely didn't want to play that game ever again. Yeah. That game is definitely but, built for that. <laughs> like when, yeah, when you exactly. have an idea of what somebody's trying to do, you can just get in their way. <laughs> oh no, they weren't, they weren't trying to do anything, but just get in my way. Once I would make trains, of two or more, they would block both sides of it. Well, that's not fun. And start laughing maniacally, and I'm just like, "This is not a fun game. You guys are both dicks." So <laughs> this isn't fun at all. <laughs> this is why I don't play board games. Yeah, we kind of had something like that on on Saturday, where Meg was trying to get like longest road because that's the thing in Catan, right? And you yeah. could see her one settlement that had two roads going towards her other settlement that had like three roads and there was like one piece in the middle and you're like well somebody's got to build a road there quick so i just build one she's like you're such a dick it's like no i'm just not gonna let you grab grab those points and end this game it's strategy all strategy and my brain it's i've had uh moments actually playing like cards with family including grandparents and stuff and obscenities have been thrown my way from loved ones i'm just like (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, I was just playing the game, but you know, if you're taking it personal, I, I don't want to play anymore. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sorry because I'm gonna win. But you know, yeah, toughen Pit- up Buttercup, I suppose. Pitch is always a good one. Probably my favorite, like just standard card game. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a deck of cards, I'm always down for for pitch because that's I like that one a lot. What uh, is pitch? Or does it have all their other names? Uh, so pitch is a high low jack. Uh, high low jack game yeah and you and your partner have to you, you go in to take tricks and then if you get the trick with the ace and like the two of a certain suit of whatever it was led you get those mm-hmm. points so each one's worth one point uh and who gets to start 
with the the lead suit they have to bet ahead of time so you can bet like three which means you think you're going to hit three right, of those bid. four and then you get to go first yeah. but you can't talk to your partner at all so you kind of like you Isn't might... spades very similar to that spades might be i don't know a lot of card games to be fair okay. Pitch is just one that's stuck with me for for yeah. a long time but or maybe euchre maybe it's euchre one of them i know that you have to like make bids and if you don't get your bids there's penalties to it and i want to say it's euchre yeah that could but... be i if i played euchre I I've tell learned you and forgotten years. so many games, dude, that, you know, my parents are both big card play, you know, card games. My, my mom and my stepdad used to host a poker tournament in their basement for like 60 people once a month. That's awesome. So, <clears throat> but yeah, as far as board games go, those are fun. And a new one that we just got that I think is great fun and hilarious. And it made two out of my three kids cry in the first time playing it is called throw throw burrito oh my god we got that for megan's uh nephews or not yeah, nephew, can you cousin, explain younger the premise cousins. of that game real quick if you can remember it i mean you're you're essentially just laying down i think it's sets of cards so like three cards yeah. uh, and you get points for putting them down quick but then if you there's three different things. It's like a battle, a war, and a duel or something. And if you right. lay three of those yep. cards down, there's these burritos on the table, like squishy foam burritos. And if you lay down like three war cards, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but like three. Like the person to the left of you and the right of you does it or, yeah. Yeah, depending on what card is is set down, uh, people around you pick up these burritos and then they whip them at each other. And whoever gets hit first uh, is essentially out they lose some cards or something there's some type of penalty but one of them is also a duel where if you call right. if you get it you get to pick two people that go back to back take three paces and then turn around and whip these burritos each other <laughs> it's the most ridiculous fun party game but oh, uh, yeah. i could see that getting heated with the young ones oh yeah dude because my reflexes are so much faster than yours so when it's like the free-for-all one I just pick it up and whip it in their stomach, and they're just like, oh, I wasn't ready. This is not fair. And I'm just like, dude, this is how you play the game, right? Yeah, but also it's a foam burrito. You'll get over it. Unless you yeah, hit somebody in definitely. the eye. It's not like I threw a brick at you. Oh, God. There's, <laughs> there's some deep, dark, underground version of that game that involves cinder blocks. Oh, Don't I'm play sure. It. Definitely. We used to play all sorts of stupid games. Like <laughs> I think we called it Polish ping pong. Oh god. Where you got four four people and you stand on not at the ends, but on like four corners. So two people are in the middle at the net, and then you just rotate around the table and you have to hit the ball on the other side and keep running. And once you miss it three times, then you stand with your shirt over your face and people just whip the ball at your stomach. <laughs> You know, like with it, the no, yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> and it leaves like giant welts on you. Just a real dumb game. That was always a fun one to play. Uh, we used to play wall ball with a soccer ball. Oh yeah, where yeah, you wall hit it ball off the with wall. Any ball. Yeah, and whoever lets it stop has to go sit on the wall, and then everybody gets a chance to either kick or throw the ball at them while they're just mooning you. Yeah, when I was in high school, while my dad was building his house, he lived in an apartment complex that had a racquetball court. And we would go in there and play wall ball with racquetballs and rackets. Good Lord. (laughs) Those will leave some welts. Oh, dude, like black bruises. 
I play. I used to play racquetball a decent amount when I lived with one of my buddies, and the speed you can get one of those things going. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds awful. Uh. Um. Back to the question. As far as games go, uh, I've got two that are kind of my favorite. One's a worker placement game where you you lay a guy down on a board. He does a certain thing. It's called Caverna, uh, where you can do like farming. You can go like spelunking in caves to get materials and resources and then you get points for doing different things uh it's a big like point salad game they call it where there's tons of different ways to get points and then whoever has most points wins at the end that's more uh just like a standard sounds like a tabletop rts uh yeah kind of maybe uh and then like a civilization or one of the yeah i mean you are building up warcraft pet games your little area yeah there's not a ton of like direct confrontation with other people besides blocking spots maybe that they want to go to uh so it's not a in your face it's no throw throw burrito if you know what i mean no um and then the other one's called dead of winter this one's like a survival zombie game where at the very beginning of the game you draw there's these cards that one of them will be a traitor and the other ones are all like in an alliance together and you put one extra card in. So, and then they get dealt secretly to people and then one person could potentially be the traitor or nobody could be a traitor because you had that one extra card. The traitor card could get left out or somebody else could have it. Uh, and then you're going through this whole game defending your areas from like zombies, getting food and supplies. This one's more like, this one's more of a video game to me. Uh, and then right. you, like you pull story cards where you have to make decisions. There's, there's a whole bunch to it. Um, but that's my, probably my favorite, like thematic game, I would say less of a like standard board game with points and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so covering the two like genres, those are probably my two favorite. So if you're looking for some new games, um, all those ones we talked about pretty fun. Yeah. And actually, I just remembered another one that I don't know if you told me about it or Arrow Ben told me about it, but King Domino, that game's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's Arrow Ben. I know he, I own it, um, and he had suggested it. I wasn't as big of a fan as as he was. It, it's funny. Mm. Ben's one of the only people that I've I've met from the community. Uh, I met him when I was in Seattle, and we went to like a board game, board game like bar, bar slash restaurant, yeah. and we played a couple games, just me, Meg, and him. Uh, that was a lot of fun. So no, I know, yeah, I know Ben's into into board games as well. So always a good time. Yeah, and if you guys have any other suggestions, throw them out on Discord. It can go in gaming or yeah, for sure, wherever. Always down to try out some new games. It's not the cheapest hobby, but what is no right? Not. Hobbies aren't supposed most, to be cheap. For as much as you spend on them, they sit for the majority of their lives. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> well aware. Um. All right, so that was a. Uh, just throw that in there. We can talk about some games now, though. Where do you want to start? Shout. Where do you want to start? You can pick. The show. You want to faux show with <laughs> the show. Um, MLB the show. Oh, hey, we didn't turn audio off. Whoops. There we go. We didn't. My bad. No, not that's not your fault. It's my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we both got a chance to play some sh- the play some the show. That sounds kind of weird. Uh, play some MLB the show, twenty twenty one this week. Uh, what first and foremost? What uh what like game modes did you get into? Was it just one? Did you try out a couple? Um, mainly two, but it was almost strictly the diamond builder, whatever that one is. Diamond Dynasty. Yeah. Diamond Dynasty, yeah, that's it. Like thought that's the 
ultimate team one? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing where you're just trying to build the best squad. I didn't even open that one. So what what's that all about? Is that is it pretty similar to uh, like Madden Ultimate Team or the FIFA Ultimate Teams, that kind of stuff? Yep, exactly. Um, you've got certain challenges you've got to do. You've got daily a daily challenge that you've got to do. Um, usually it's like win as this team against this team in a three-inning game or something like that. Um, and you've got like player challenges where you have to do all these different scenarios in different games. And then also you have to go online and play in different modes. Like there's one mode where it's, it's almost like a dungeon crawler where you're going and there's certain scenarios and then there's a, a mini boss fight and then two more scenarios. What? And then I think it's the big boss fight. Yeah. And you like throughout the dungeons, you accumulate runs by uh, um, <clears throat> completing the challenges. So like you have a t- potential to be up like four to zero before you even go into the quote unquote boss fight, which is the final challenge. Okay. And so they kind of will put like a set of parameters for, for each game. Right. Exactly. And you, you earn XP as well as certain coin, you know, different things that you can spend in game. Uh, and basically it's all just to do packs and unlock, you know, valuable high, skill cards and i don't know i think i'm up to like an 80 overall as far as my team goes so i mean that's pretty decent right yeah i think so i've been playing it quite a bit i probably put in i don't know 10 or 15 hours over the weekend yeah and there's like there's one of these challenges that i think somebody said on discord was like ridiculous that it's actually a guy from the rockies funny enough his name is ryan mcmahon and apparently he hit he went four for four one day in early April and hit three home runs. And so you have to recreate that. And good Lord. I, yeah, you have that. I think you just have to hit three extra base hits. And I think I've gotten like two home runs by the third inning and not completed the challenge. And it's so frustrating. I'm just like, there's going to be a controller um, shaped impression in the drywall (laughs) here in a few minutes. So I need to take a break and do something else. Yeah, right. Jeez. Um so how do you how does that season like start? Do you just open up a bunch of packs and then you have your like starting lineup kind of thing or Yeah, I think you uh well, it's not so much open up packs, but it's kind of like if you know how the fantasy draft like games work where they give you an option between, you know, these 385 players or uh, these okay. three, you know, it starts out way lower like 68 or something like that and then you get to choose like maybe five out of your 15 people in your lineup. And then they just kind of auto fill everything else. And then you just go building from there. That's cool. That's a, that's a good way to do it though. Uh, right. It, it'll kind of just even out your team and leave it a lot less up to like luck, I guess. Right. And then um, the other one I dabbled in was the, my player or whatever road to the show. Okay. And that's where you where make you your own create. person. Yeah. And right now I'm in, I think double a ball playing up in the Northeast somewhere. And um, I'm a pitcher and a center field or a right fielder. Just backup right fielder. The days you're not pitching, do you go play in the outfield? Yeah, the days I don't pitch, I go play in the field or nice. I pinch hit or whatever. So, and then, you know, at some point, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have to choose one or the other. I was but, just going to say, when you finally get called up, I'm assuming you'll have a role. Right. But I've got, you know, 
two or three different leagues to go through before I even get to MLB. So, so how that works, I'm assuming as you're just, you're only batting for your guy, you're only fielding for one guy, that kind of thing. Yeah. So if the ball is going to come your direction, it says, uh, go ahead and play this scenario or play this play, whatever it says. And the, you know, the ball's coming your way and then you have to react to it. And it's just like, you're sitting behind your player, third person looking okay. at home plate. And then it kind of shows you where the ball is going to be hit to, and then you got to run to it and, you know, make whatever play you can on the ball. Right. Ronan in chat said he gave up pitching and just chose center field. Okay. Nice. So maybe you'll make a, a similar decision pretty soon here. Yeah. We'll have to see. I've, I've really been hitting that diamond franchise mode real hard, just trying to complete all the challenges and get as much currency as I can. I think I've bought one of the. I know there's like super rare cards that you can buy and you only get to do it one time and it's worth, you have to buy it for like 15,000 coins, which I'm assuming is a ton so far. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I think you get maybe a couple hundred per game or per scenario or whatever. Right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's some grinding to do. And you know, obviously they've got the store flashing neon signs right there saying, Hey, you can just go ahead and level up right now over here. Just buy, you know, but uh, it's fun. I think I'll grind it out and see what I can do there. I also am looking for a team to play through a season with because, you know, I'm angry with the Montforts and until they sell the team, I can't support the Rockies, but that's a different show. <laughs> it's understandable. I thought you'd want to play as them and just turn everything around. <clears throat> nah, it's, they I won't burn it down at this point, dude. <laughs> uh well that is the the one mode i got into more than uh well really the only one of two uh, was franchise mode i just started up a season with current rosters for the yankees uh, and i'm in the middle of a series with the blue jays to like open up so i've just been playing nine inning games but they they do take a lot not not a lot but like they take a decent amount of time so usually uh if i'm hopping in it'll just be to play one of my games uh for the day or whatever and then right uh either try out the other mode was uh classic maybe or retro or something mm-hmm. i'm not is it, it's called one of those things i don't even know if i've seen that uh so it's not one of the f- like core four that are on that main menu all the way to the right there's like a drop down button and i think it's called classic mm-hmm. or casual or something but it, it goes back to one button press pitching and hitting um like old school baseball games where if you're pitching you slide the pitcher left and right on the mound uh and their feet don't move and that actually happens in (laughs) this version of the show so it's like old school baseball played with like current graphics or when your batter's in the batting box and you're moving them up in the box or down in the box or like in closer to the plate their feet don't move like they're just stationary yeah uh, it's like that uh, NHL 94 mode that you can play right now. That's, I mean, it's would... like all the current rosters and everything, but you're playing as, you know, EA Sports NHL 94. Exactly. I would assume it's super similar uh, when you're pitching the ball. So y- you can't choose pitches, obviously. But what, right. you, what you do is you, you navigate the ball like as it's coming in, like how you used to be able to oh, do in Jesus. those games where you start to like, right. when you start the pitch, push it to the outside and then cut back quick with your thumbstick to make it like, just cut in towards the plate it's i only played one game of it just because i wanted to see what it was but even the uh like when you would hit the ball 
it go, it would go like oh it yeah like, i know exactly what you're yeah, talking about dude it's it's so weird <laughs> there's no like hud at all except for uh the base path so you can see like the diamonds so you can see where your runners are the score uh like ball strikes out so that kind of stuff but like other than that there's it's literally nothing um if there's a runner on first while you're pitching it puts like the picture in picture box in the top right and it's mm-hmm. actually like pixelated like the old school game it, it's right. neat I, w- I would give it a look maybe just play one game uh it, it's definitely a little easier than how complicated you can make actually pitching and hitting in this game um but spe- right. speaking of that how uh because i've i mean i've talked to a couple different people at this point now and it seems like everybody's either pitching or hitting in different ways um so how are you doing that like how how I'm are you bad however the game mode is set up for me because it changes in the diamond mode okay but, so that's what um, i was wondering if it was like set up a certain way for different modes and because i'm in franchise yeah, it it's kind of like different than if i was playing online or in any of the other modes yeah because i remember you know i've i've bought the show on playstation for the last few years or so and there's this piss pitch excuse me pitch guessing mode that uh you can essentially guess what pitch they're going to throw and then where it's going to be and if you get it right your controller vibrates and then that area flashes red so you know to look for that pitch coming in that section so that's that's what i'm playing in my franchise mode is that one i didn't even i think that's like veteran or higher but all these first challenges that I'm playing in diamond mode are all set at like beginner and rookie or whatever. So it's, it's literally, you don't even steer your pitches you just put it, you know, you aim to where it's supposed to go and you just hit a, and then the animation takes place. Okay. So it's, it's been super easy. Um, hitting has also been really easy in my, you know, experience as far, you know, I've already got the achievement for hitting 50 home runs in any game mode or whatever. So what's your, are you using like the analog stick to hit or are you using A and like, X. okay. AX and I think B is yeah. also one, right? B is just make contact. I believe. Yeah. But I don't even mess with that one. Okay. So yeah. So I, I haven't really found a huge difference between A and X. If the guy's got big power numbers, he's going to hit it out with a regular hit. Um, as opposed to, you know, swinging for the fences. The only thing that I've noticed is the announcers just say, I really like when that guy just lets it all loose and just <laughs> lets it go there. <laughs> that's, you know, that's the only Woo! difference I've noticed because I've, I've definitely hit, hit longer home runs um, just with regular contact than I have with power contact. So Right. Um, but isn't there also a pitching mode where you, like, tr- trace – yeah. different pitches with your thumbstick and stuff like i haven't even seen that stuff but my buddy um, tyler was talking about it and i was like oh i don't even, i don't even know what that is <laughs> i haven't played a game mode with it or turned the difficulty up high enough or whatever so the one that i remember from the old shows is um it's basically like a circle that would ex- expand and contract and you try to like get the circle to like where it's in the red dot and then you have to hold your thumbstick in the direction of where the pitch is going at the same time to hit the location. So that may be what he's talking about. And that's like, I don't know. I thought that was veteran mode or all-star or something like that. But I remember, you know, that's what pitching I'm used to, but they also have the meter pitching where you have to hit, you know, the yellow bar 
as far as I remember from the old games. But at at this point, all the pitching that I've done is just literally um, aim. Okay. So so, so I wonder, there's got to be like a standard for online play then? I'm assuming they've... Right. And I would assume that's veteran and that's where you've got to aim the pitches as well as the uh, control as far as your release and all that stuff. Okay. So, I mean, I guess it's best if you're ever going to play online to probably be doing your your offline stuff at whatever level the the online stuff is just so you're not having to learn a completely new pitching scheme and batting scheme uh right but i think the way that it works is like they have two or three different pitching schemes that are comparable that you can kind of use and or interchange with and one of them is the meter one of them is like the circle that encloses on the catcher's glove and then the other one is this trace mode that everybody's talking about so so as long as they're like along the same lines of difficulty, right. I don't really have an yeah. issue with it. Exactly. Cool. Um, yeah, the show's. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird booting up my Xbox and watching Sony Studios pop up. And I swear that sounds like the Sega intro when the Sony intro, like the Sony symbols come up. It sounds like the. If you listen, it sounds like back in the day when you'd plug in the Sega games and it just go Sega. Oh, I didn't even notice. That's funny. Who knows? So, I don't know if that has a coincidence or if it's an intentional. Yeah, no idea. But I, yeah, I it's, didn't even it's know probably the best the best simulation sports game there is, in my opinion. So I mean, yeah. Speaking of the simulation side of things, when I was doing the franchise, it gave me like options of how involved I wanted to be as a manager. Oh yeah, dude. And I was you like, you can set hot dog prices. Holy hell! Is there a lot of things that you can. Like go scouting, <laughs> change your hot dog prices, like you said. It you, just seemed like there was so your, much. Yeah, all your philanthropic stuff, all your like charity events. You can like schedule all that stuff. You can require players to show up for certain events, and it's insane, dude. It's crazy, and I I went all the way to the left, which was like the most hands off arcade mode. Yeah, literally the only thing I'm doing is like. I can make trades if I want, or I can like accept trades from other teams and stuff. But right. other than that, I'm not messing with anything. Cause like at the core, I'm just there to, to play some baseball. I'm play not, games, right? but, but if you yeah. do want a, a simulation of what it's like to own a team, whew, man. And you can even like, if you're just interested in that aspect, you can sim all your season games too. Like you literally just be a manager oh, yeah. Or owner, if that's what you want to do, there's a lot of options here. Um, and the I think game there's actually like a, so a manager mode as well, where you don't actually play the game, but you can manage what's going on on the field. Okay, yeah, there's there's a lot packed into that game, as far as Definitely. options. Like they're all over the place. I haven't even. We're doing a uh, a little league within our Discord with some people that will probably start up soon here, but. I haven't even dabbled in online stuff, but we can set up leagues right. and stuff. Like, there's just there's a lot to do, and I I don't know. It, it's it's the best baseball game out there. So for sure, glad people and on Xbox free. can finally check pass it out. For and the time it's, being, and so, it's in Game Pass. Yeah, I have a feeling that it will only be in Game Pass for ninety days at the longest. What whatever the minimum amount that right Sony because could... and then you know while it's in game pass you get a deal on it too you get what like 10 or 15 percent off uh 20 20 percent so yep <clears throat> it makes sense to buy it before it leaves because you save what 10 bucks or something like that yeah for sure and that's 
I mean, depending on when it leaves, too, you might get a price cut at other retailers as well. Once the sports game has been right. out a little bit, I feel like those are some of the ones that drop pretty quick. So, but yeah, for sure. While it's in Game Pass, uh, I suggest it to anybody who has any type of interest in baseball. But if you're interested in baseball and you're on an Xbox, you're probably already playing the show. So, so also right before we get off of this, I was gonna say, um, you said that those games take a long time. Go check out the games in Diamond Mode because I believe they're most of them are three inning games. Okay, and and that's and it. like just... in franchise mode, you can set the innings. Set it that way as well. Sure. But something in my brain is just like, no, it needs to be nine innings. <laughs> like th- this is weird <laughs> if we're doing like five inning baseball games. So, uh, right. And oh, and they also had the option to turn on the uh, the second base runner for extra innings, which is new in real baseball this year. So I thought it was automatic. Uh. It looked like it was a little switch I could toggle on and off when I started in franchise mode. Oh, at least. for when you start the mode, I got you. Yeah, because every extra inning game that I've been in, there's a runner on second. It actually happened last night. I was watching a game, uh, Dodgers and Padres. Ooh, what a game! And it went to the tenth or the eleventh inning. They were down seven one. <laughs> yeah, dude, they were down seven to one and scored like two two runs in three consecutive innings or something like that tied the game and then ended up stealing third base uh what's his name did tatis tatis he's the man yeah stealing third base from they put him on second you know he stole third base and then somebody hit a fly ball and got him in it's about to be the biggest rivalry in baseball yeah right well all the money's there padres so. dodgers it's, oh, it's so good uh well it's like i was looking at the cardinals too it's like who do they not have that's not an all-star player at their position that's true. It's all about the money. I mean, well, I don't know. The Yankees have a lot of money and have a lot of good players, and they can't seem to win games. So, it's, it's I don't know. It's about more than just you know home runs. Good players. <laughs> it's about chemistry. It's about you know all that stuff. So yeah, Ronan Chad a few uh, a few comments. He said you can uh, choose to play just the moments in franchise mode. Right. So it's just yep. like the big game changing moments, uh, which is kind of exactly. cool. I didn't know that. Um, because I guess it does get play kind just of just offense or just defense or yeah, so that's cool. the the amount of like sliders and things you can tweak or ways you can play this game it it's absurd, it, mm-hmm. but a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the show's great. Uh, if you're into baseball, I'm sure you're playing it. So, anything else on the show for you? Um, no, but I think even if you're not into baseball, because I listen to a few other podcasts. And one that's like kind of steered more towards PlayStation, and they say that like RPG freaks just love this game. So they're the ones that because go of all the, the things you talked about. Yeah, the, the hardcore management <laughs> sim aspect of it, probably sim all the baseball right. games, that, negotiating I mean, contracts, yeah, and chart, you know, changing ticket prices, and so like the people that love the football manager games, just play yep. some of the show and sim all the sim all the games, <laughs> fun. Well, it's, it's a really good baseball game too. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. Nothing, nothing can beat it, and it looks real nice. We didn't really talk about that, but just the way it's presented and like the character models for everyone, especially when you're familiar yeah. with a club as well. Like watching all the Yankees, it's like you didn't need to say their, their names their or anything. Their, their yeah. stances, the, the way exactly, they take dude. pitches, all that stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy good. And then the announcements, yeah. like how I, I guess it's because I don't play a lot of sports games in general that you kind of mm. take for granted 
how well the the voicing the voice work is done for like the commentators and how even if it's a line like a bunch of different lines that are recorded at different times clearly like if they're going to make a call on a ground out but they're going to make a call on a ground out with the last name of the shortstop and the last name of the first player and they're doing that for like every single team every single right. player and it all just it work it sounds like like if my dad came over and i was just had was like playing that game on the big screen i don't know that he would know the difference like no, it, <laughs> it was a real baseball game or I, not. Went, I was playing it last night and then i turned the game on on espn and my wife's like oh you're not playing now I was like, no, I turned on the the Dodgers Padres game because I was actually, I think that was the daily challenge yesterday was the Dodgers Padres and you had to win as the Padres. So okay. then I actually turned it on ESPN and she, you know, she couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, it's just, and it's cool when you do have like the the live roster updates uh, or like mm-hmm. the the daily challenges that go hand in hand with what's actually happening in baseball, like in right. in real life. It's just. Oh, it's awesome. It's it's nice for everybody. And I've to also be able to play. I've I've played as Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, um, Willie Mays, oh, man. Uh, Jackie Robinson. Like they have challenges. Like they have like through the history and all these challenges that you have to do. It's awesome. And th- this is all the dynasty mode you're talking about. Yeah, with all the stuff. All in the okay. dynasty I need mode. to check that out then, because like I said, I kind of just sure, dude. got into franchise and didn't put that down. Um, sweet. I think just every, you know, they put so much detail and depth into every single game mode that you can literally just get lost in a hole like that and never touch anything else in the game. Yeah. Love it. Because, like, even the my create a player thing, like, you literally gain or lose points in every single thing that you do. If you take a pitch and it's a strike, then you lose eye attributes. If you um, – foul off a pitch that you know keeps you in the at bat then you get you gain attributes for that it's it's crazy that's insane and that those that's more like the statistic things that you're talking about with like rpg nerds who are just like min maxing their baseball players and stuff it's just right <sighs> so yeah we should probably talk about something else we talked about this game for about 30 minutes but hey if we didn't sell it to you then i don't know what else is going to i guess it's also free if you have Game Pass. Yep. Um. All right. Up next, uh, let's talk about Warzone for a hot second. Did you get to play any of it since all the new I, since the season three stuff? Yeah, I played a couple rounds. Um, that game just—I don't know. It's it's not fun anymore. Almost not doing it for you anymore i don't know why it's like it's it's not that we get killed so easily it's just it seems like i don't know it feels like everybody's cheating and maybe just because i pick it up once every two weeks or so and i just suck (laughs) well i mean it it would be nice if you could turn off crossplay and just have the peace of mind (laughs) that right you're not like no they're not cheating but uh or even if like multiplayer in warzone like if the skills were interchangeable, but they're not even close. Like I went 30 and three the other night. Oh, and normal, normal 30 kills and three deaths. And my ratio was like, or 33 kills and Dang. three deaths. My ratio was over 10. And then I go into war zone and just get destroyed using the same loadout, same guns, everything. It's like the time to kill is different. Like it's, it's weird that the builds in multiplayer are completely different than they are 
in Warzone. Yeah, well, I mean, which is probably a big reason I'd never even look at that kind of stuff and compare the two because it's two just completely right. different, different animals. Um, as far as the the new season, they really hyped up uh, this big live event that was happening uh, to to turn Verdansk into the new Verdansk map or whatever. So they had uh, limited time events. The first one and. let me start by saying they were like the most poorly timed limited events that you could possibly imagine so if you've kept up with warzone at all there's been zombies like infesting the map the last couple months maybe it seems like yeah um and all of that kind of came to a crescendo and um there was a two-hour time span like a window between 3 p.m and 5 p.m eastern where you had to be inside of the game and there was a limited time game mode where everybody that dropped if you died you turned into a zombie uh it was a lot mm-hmm. like the the haunting of Verdance, like the halloween thing they had going on uh so, right. so it was like that and then once you're like halfway through the match or whatever um an exfil point at the dam gets pointed out and then everybody's trying to rush there and you're just getting killed by zombies yada 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 and when the timer finally runs out whether you're at the exfil whether you're not at the exfil whether you're alive whether you're dead a cutscene just happens and it's a nuke mm-hmm. that that hits verdansk or whatever um and it's like okay whatever you, you got a cool little emblem but you literally couldn't be in this mode outside of those i think they ended up making it like two and a half hours because they also had server issues at the same time which kind of makes sense you give everybody a two-hour window uh to experience the event that is ending your current map Uh, so of course there's i couldn't get into it so i just watched you know nick Merckx and tim the tatman do it yeah and if you like if you couldn't get in like you that's what you were doing and even watching some of those guys they were having issues uh, getting booted from games and stuff. It, it was a huge mess. Um, I get out of work at like four and I'm usually home at like four thirty, four forty five. So I had a small window, mm-hmm. uh, and Meg was actually up and she turned on both our Xboxes and got us into like a lobby. And then as soon as I came oh, nice. home, she just started it up so we could play through it. And I, I mean, it was intense. The music was completely different, a lot more eerie, uh, and doing Did your it- team win. Uh, I survived the exfil. She didn't, but okay. like I said, it, it didn't matter. Like I got to the exfil and I was riding around on a quad, uh, and the timer just went down to zero. There was no actual like helicopter that came in or anything because this nuke was going to hit no matter what, no matter what happened. Right. That was always going to be the outcome of this mode that you could play for two and a half hours or whatever. Um, so after so I watched, that, uh, Tim and Nick do it and then they just immediately dropped into the new map. Correct. Uh, so that was the next day's stuff. I oh, think. okay, yeah, yeah, because it was like a two-day event where they had, you know, the special time slot or whatever. Yeah. So then from the after that stopped at like five thirty, from five thirty to midnight, which is usually like when their new patches roll through. Um, you could only play at the stupid small map, Rebirth Island. Um, so that whole night you literally can only do that. And it said, search for clues about what happened to Verdansk. I don't know that any clues ever got 
overturned. <laughs> I we played Rebirth for like an hour maybe. And I was like, man, I don't want to play this game mode. So we stopped. Um, so that was like a continuation of part one. And then part two was the next day at from three, 3 PM Eastern to 4 PM Eastern, which puts the whole United States at work. First of all, which I'm assuming is a large majority of the player base. Uh, right. So unless you had a way to get into it, which I Luckily, I had my xCloud stuff. My buddy Tyler did too. So we're sitting there at 3.30 at work on our phones trying to just get in to see what this stupid event is going to be. Um, and that next event ended up also taking place on Rebirth Island. And teams were fighting over getting the detonator to fire the nuke. Uh, and when you would die, you right. just kept spawning in over and over and over. Uh, and then once the team finally won, or if you didn't win, it was kind of the same thing where it didn't matter what the outcome of the game was uh you got okay. another cutscene, and this cutscene was you guys launching that nuke to hit for dansk and then that happens and then the globe it like you zoom out from outer Zooms into out, yeah right. into outer space the like globe, a satellite view yeah the globe spins around a bunch of times and you watch a, a countdown from 20 to 2021 back down to 1984 like no explanation whatsoever uh, no, just you know, hit the rewind button. Yeah, and then, obviously, and then you were dropped into this this new map. Uh, so it's all that like pop and colors. circumstance, it was yeah, so worthless. It, it was super lame, in my opinion. Uh, and then we were given Verdansk again <laughs> in the eighties. And, and I'll say, like, if they didn't hype this up. Or if I just wasn't, I, I might have hyped it up too much for myself, but it was kind of yeah. a letdown. Like we, you, oh there, yeah, there's a few different spots. Like if you go to Dam now, it's Summit, like the old Black Ops map. Uh, there's gondolas to go up to it. Like that new area up at the Dam is pretty cool. Like I think it's mm-hmm. a it's a good addition. It's way better than Dam because you can actually get up there via a gondola, um, and. That's that's fine. Uh, stadium is now worse than Stadium was. Like it's a lot less complicated. It's a. It's terrible. It, it's like an old school. It looks like a freaking Colombian soccer stadium in like you know, one of the third world little towns somewhere. And, I mean, and other than that, if the, if there's new buildings around, um, they're copy pasted buildings that you've seen in other areas of the map now placed maybe somewhere new where they didn't used to be or. No. Like, my house is completely different now. Oh yes, they did turn construction into like a little farm, right? It's just kind yeah, of like, it's like yeah, it's like a little farm area now. Yeah, uh, they turned quarry into the salt mines, salt mines, which essentially yeah. is exactly the same, except for now there's more salt. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Did you check out prison? I, I prison didn't go over there. identical, except for they added some flags. There's like red oh, cool. flags cool. is like decorations now. That that was one of the first things you we did. You guys were stoked to see that, huh? I, it, guys, check out these flags. Look at these <laughs> flags. Aren't they so cool? It's kind of a love-hate <laughs> thing for me. It's like, oh, it kind of sucks they didn't change anything, but also it's like, hey, we can still drop it prison and it's the same. So cool. Well, it's that they didn't change anything and then they just refused to stop people from cheating in the game. Yeah. And, and that's one thing they that hasn't gone they away. They care less. Like we, like Sweeney showed in Discord today, 
he was playing with two guys that were cheating and they got like 37 and 25 kills or something. Yeah. Uh, Meg and I, she was, she had like an hour before work. I was like, you want to just play a couple games of duos? Uh, so we did. And we just got, we got gassed and then just smoked, like just obliterated. And I was like, okay, hold on. Watch the kill cam. And this kid snapped like 360 snapped or like 180 i guess over to me killed me immediately and i was like don't back us out of this like let's spectate for a minute uh the kid picks up my i think i was using a dmr or something and he just sprints up to the top of a hill and then just starts like pointing at different directions through trees and stuff just killing people and i was like this is so dumb and i don't i don't run into it a ton to be fair i mean i haven't played a ton lately anyways but I don't feel like I run into cheaters a lot, but when you do, it just, it completely just takes the air out of any excitement I have, uh, that coupled with the new map being such a non factor, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Not great. They got $2 out of me. So good oh, for them. Did they? Was that to give yourself enough battle pass points or yeah. Yeah, I, dude, actually, they got $4 out of me because I bought $2 worth, and then it didn't show up. So I was like, oh, crap, maybe it didn't work. And then I bought $2 worth again, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I had 1,200 points, and I was like, F off Activision. I did it. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had enough uh, COD points or whatever saved up, so I was good for that. But um, I don't know, man just uh i i i don't have the itch to be playing that game right now because I, I was super excited seems, yeah. for a new map and then we're kind of just where we were a, a week ago <laughs> so i think that there are more complaints about this than there are you know people happy about it i would hope so and if you're an optimist a glass fe- glass half full kind of person I, I think even then you have to like yeah it's cool they added some new things but like it's been a year guys what are we doing at this point i'm i'm more excited about the new multiplayer maps that came with it than actually playing warzone yeah and if i ever get to that point then something's wrong (laughs) so (laughs) you should figure out your ea account so you can play apex uh, that is what i should do i should just scrap i just have to make a new gamer tag altogether. it's just an apex. Hey, let's 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 do some brand changing. You know, I'm up, I'm up for a fresh look. Let's do it. I mean, Apex is free to play. You don't need right. Xbox Live anymore for free to play games, correct? So there's no correct. reason Since I like last Thursday. Yeah, so there's no reason I couldn't just make risky the Apex Legend. Ugh, can I fit that? I don't know if I can fit it. I'm gonna try though. So yeah, I should do that um, just to try to be able to play that game again i hear it's good and we have something about it in the news later yeah so and it's just getting better from what i can see so everyone every battle royale seems to be getting better except for stupid Warzone, the one i like the most <laughs> it's awful it makes me so the one mad. has the most players the one that makes the most money at this point you know what i mean <sighs> yeah i think they were making what was it last year 200 million dollars a month sure sounds, Warzone. sounds right <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, they're they're at printing money status kind of like Epic was with Fortnite. So they should start doing things right kind of like Epic did with Fortnite. 
Yeah, I, there's so many people doing it right around them, but I think it's because they're doing so well somehow still that they just don't think they need to try or uh, they, something. They, they got that, that rock star ego where it's like, we don't need to do anything. We're rock star. You don't need story DLC. Buy some more shark cards. Exactly. Yeah. They, I, Rowan said it perfectly. They just don't care. Yeah. No people will pay. That Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. Exactly. It's an awful way to feel, especially when you it's the best battle royale ever for me. Like it was the perfect battle royale for me. And but in about just, six months, anywhere. it might be the worst battle royale ever too. When they go to Verdansk, nineteen twenty-four or nineteen forty-four, <laughs> uh, playing World War Two battle royale, which nobody wants. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be interested to see what uh, Battlefield is doing this year. So. Yeah, for sure. We shall see. Uh, you good with Warzone, though? I don't know. that. Yeah, for sure. We need to talk about this trash pile for too much longer. Let it burn, dude. Ugh. Hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. <laughs> um, What else? Uh, oh, I should have talked about this earlier when we were talking about board games, but <laughs> you wrote down that you watched the Mortal Kombat movie. That's definitely gaming related. How was that? I liked it. Get over here. It's, you know, it's definitely over the top and you've got to um, limit your expectations. It's not going to, you know, blow your mind or make you think, but it's definitely a fun movie and the way that they tie everything in and there's a new character that they kind of fold into the lore and it, it basically the story is wrapped around this guy and <clears throat> why everybody have these, these, you know, quote unquote dragon birthmarks and it's pretty cool and it sets up for you know a whole series of movies dope i because i remember liking like for what they were i remember liking the old mortal Kombat movies like the old street fighter movies like just because they were some of the first video game movies it just right. made them that it's much better action for me. right and i i need to sit down and just watch this um while it's still on i'm assuming it's only there for like a month or something yeah, I think it's only there till the end of the month, but it's on HBO Max. That's where I watched it. Okay. So, yeah, so. definitely have to uh, give that one a watch. I'm glad you liked it, though. Uh, I assume oh, it was yeah, just going to be, like, an awesome popcorn flick for sure. So Exactly. It's, it's you know, you got to go in there with a good a good mindset that you're just going to have fun and watch a, a kung fu type movie. Because so. I played the trailer for meg uh oh, she was not impressed so <laughs> it's so much more violent than the one from the 90s uh yeah Holy I, heard, I mean just going <laughs> off of like some of the fatalities in like mortal kombat 10 how game. graphic yeah. and gory those were like in the trailer well, they, they actually, show sub-zero yeah. breaking off jax's arms <laughs> like just yeah that, that that definitely happened God. and uh there's actually like a few of like there's an animality in the movie there is an actual fatality where they like they say fatality and they do the the guy's actual fatality from the game. So they're doing video uh, game stuff in this movie. That's awesome. Yeah, and they just kind of give you the backstory behind like um, Scorpion and Sub Zero and kind of like how their families have been fighting through forever. Time. Right. Yeah. So I I don't know. I really liked it. I know some people thought it was trash, but I believe those people think everything's trash. So. <laughs> yeah these are probably the same people that like i don't know like obviously it's not a movie that's going to be like up for an oscar that doesn't make it a bad movie that's not going to watch some of like exactly my favorite like 
Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell movies. Like my favorite movies of all time, but that's never going to win an award for anything. Right. Or they have like 30s on Rotten Tomato and stuff. And it's like, right. you're just wrong. I could watch this movie every other day and be perfectly well, it's content. It's like, get over yourself that you need to drag <laughs> this fun movie through the mud. It's like, I'm sorry you don't like to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, Ronan had a good point. You can enjoy a movie and realize it's also a bad movie. Exactly. Like, I was laughing through the whole time. Like, there's so many, like, problems with continuity and stuff in this movie, but (laughs) it's a great time all the way through it. Right. That's not what you should be focusing on if you decided to spend your weekend picking up the Mortal Kombat movie. Like, Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Think about the title and what you're getting when you go into (laughs) it, and you'll have a good time. Oh, man. Good stuff. I definitely... Hopefully, I'll get that watched for uh, next week. Give my impressions on it, but just from the trailers and you saying good things about it, pumped. Yeah, I I would definitely check it out, especially if you have any sort of nostalgia or you know place in your heart for the the old movie in the nineties because yes, 100%. it does some throwback things that just made me smile at certain points in the movie. Dope, can't wait. Um, all right, so we got that. Um, oh crap! While we were talking about. <laughs> knew i wasn't gonna be able to do this very well uh ryan had a question about warzone he said what do you come what do you hope comes with season three of warzone this was from a a couple weeks ago but uh i was just hoping for a big fun new map that i was gonna get to enjoy with my friends that's what i was now that we've we've uh we've made our um expectations realistic i want Mustang 5.0s with convertible tops. I want mullets. I want 80s butt rock. I want everything that was so awesome from the 80s. That's what I want in this game. Now. I love it. When you just started talking about that, I started to think about Blackout and some of the vehicles they had. Yeah, there. dude. So why remember? not? Yeah. Of course I do. I love Blackout. Dude, members only jackets, like the, the old Mylar team jackets that were like the shiny material, you know? Let's go. So yeah, all that stuff. Do something fun with it to at least make us laugh while yeah. we're sitting here. Don't take a... yourself too seriously because it sucks right now. Yeah. So yeah, Ryan, we just hope uh, we hope season three gets better. That's what we that's what we're hoping for. Off to a rough mm-hmm. start. So hopefully, up is the only way from here. But we'll see. I guess. Mullets and mustaches. I like your style, Lou. <laughs> Mullets and mustaches. Let's do it. Miami Vice, you know white suits and t-shirts and keep a brush in your back pocket let's go all that good stuff yep um all right what else uh quick destiny update from me uh we beat a new raid that i'd never played before this is the one that came with shadow keep i believe the garden of salvation okay. uh we Thanks. got the old mendicant bias out of retirement to uh Good old Dean. Good old Dean. Uh, Somebody we, summoned him, huh? We summoned him. He he brought us through it with his buddy, uh, Alex. And uh, it took us mm, six and a half hours to get through it, which so fun. is a considerable <laughs> amount of time. I realize this. Uh, but when you spend that much time beating your head against something, when you finally do watch the final bit of health bar disappear off that boss, there's... I'll still argue that there's no better feeling right. in games. Um, but getting there, 
you you make or lose friends in those things and we had one fire team member who everybody was getting pretty fired up at by the end of it not doing his i wasn't job, there right? so it wasn't, I wasn't, it, wasn't <laughs> it wasn't you um but yeah so we we beat that finally uh i don't think i'll go back unless i've got we sub some people i guess or something you have fun huh uh it, it was rough it, it was rough because it took so long um it's something where if we like four hours when you're trying for the first time feels like a reasonable amount of time to to figure out new mechanics but we had people that knew what to do trying to teach us and things just weren't getting done when they should have and if you got one you're you're only as strong as your weakest link and and that holds so true oh yeah in destiny most raids. definitely in like every raid there is except for yeah um broken glass what is that one vault of glass that one people can kind of not pull their weight and be fine yeah when that's coming back next season so woo, get in there moose oh, boy you'll have a reason i'm not gonna may 11th you, you've got a couple more weeks to, to contemplate what you, what you want to be doing for the first half of your summer Dude, I already wasted ten dollars on that stupid battle pass. <laughs> I can keep my money. I'm at level two hundred in the battle pass now, and there's only a hundred levels, so I did it for the both of us. So we good. You should probably come out of your basement and shower at some point. Oh, it smells great down here. But um, <laughs> I'm sure Meg thinks the same. <laughs> if only I can get her into it <sighs> someday. What the basement? No, the- <laughs> <laughs> destiny jerk she Um, won't even go down there now i understand yep so yeah that's destiny uh a couple weeks left in the season but i've got most of my stuff uh finished until then so on cruise control until next season and then i'll have something to talk about in a few weeks for it but beat another raid check it off the list it was let's give me to uh pirate legend while you got a break huh oh hey we're close well you're close so all right let's do it Cool. Hit up the Prince Cats. He'll always he'll get no, us in there. Jesse will show me the way. He's always down. He's always a beacon of hope on the seas. <laughs> We're having fun, aren't we? Of course we <laughs> this are. This is fun, right, guys? You guys having fun? Um, all right, let's uh, touch on our Game Pass roulette game before we move into the news. Uh, we finally got to play a little bit of this together. Finally had a, a three-man squad, which was my I think it was my first time playing actual multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um. It doesn't work very good, does it? Dude, what the heck? <laughs> it, it sucks because this game 100% is more fun when you're playing with teammates, with other people. Oh, yeah, and it's way easier, too. And that was another thing we found out. is that I, So I was the lowest level. It was me, Moose, Waterloo. Uh, we were all playing. I was the lowest level, so we went off of my like save, my world tiers, and literally every time that I would open up or like unlock a new world tier difficulty i'd immediately move it up and it just didn't seem to matter when you've got three people all spamming abilities all unloading their weapons there's nothing that we couldn't couldn't beat like it was no like we beat that dumb lava spider in about 45 seconds and i was like well that was anticlimactic it's just funny because you guys were talking because i think you you and lou had both been playing it solo like on your own Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, this next boss, such a tough fight. And then we get in there with three of us, and it was like, oh. <laughs> what? Like, he didn't even, like, <laughs> what he went through his animation so quickly <laughs> that, like, he was dead before anything happened. I was just like, oh, well, all right. But for me, it was cool seeing, like, um, seeing different abilities, like, going off. Um, mm-hmm. Like, 
because I'd been using the trickster the whole time, I didn't really know what the other classes did. So if I would throw up like a bubble and then I'd watch one of my dudes in the bubble, like float up into the sky in a fireball and like explode. And that yes. was something you did. <laughs> like seeing that that's was my awesome. favorite animation or that's my favorite ability out of, I think anything probably. Cause it I, creates so much area of effect damage too. Like it, it'll kill three or four guys around that guy that you would have had to have pumped a hundred bullets into. And that's the other thing when like, I've got my slow bubble up, you do that. And then you're just watching these people like just explode and kill everybody in slow motion. Uh, And then like Lou had some turret things that I swear to God, he was putting down every time one would stop. He just set another one down. Oh yeah. So there was constantly these turrets giving us backup as well. We plowed through everything. So, um, obviously it's going to get harder as we pump up the world tiers a little bit. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I was literally selecting them as high as I could for my save. And I think you got to where me and Lou were at world tier six within that like little two and a half hour time period that we played. Yeah. Uh, and Ronan and chat just said, what world tier or challenge are you guys at? I think we were like at six or seven. Uh, but he said yeah. challenge tier 10 plus is not a walk in the park, uh, which, okay that makes a ton of sense. We're just, because we're so early in still, um, well, not, it doesn't feel that early in, but because of where we're at, Dude, I don't even are, have that ability. So I think I'm, I'm level 20 as far as like my player, or, you know, my character level is, and I'm world tier six. And I just happened to be looking at the map either. I think it was last night I was playing and I have maybe 10% of the map cleared. So and the rest okay. of it is covered by fog of war still. So I, I don't so think I'm anywhere close to the end of this game. Right. Uh, which is good though. 20 or 30 hours into it, I would say. I mean, and just with him saying that once you hit 10 plus, it really ramps up. Like that's exciting to me because we were making it so easy. <laughs> like, because mm-hmm. we were plowing through it, it was just kind of like, all right, well steamrolled that guy. Let me just equip whatever the new highest gear thing is. Um, this game for me is going to be tough to judge until we're like at end game where you start to get like the highest tier loot and you start to actually use things that aren't just the highest piece of armor or the highest weapon um, just based off numbers. Right. That's what I've been doing. But then the, the mod system is really cool. How if, you know, you almost want to shred your weapons just so you can have that mod in your arsenal to put on any other weapon, blue or above. Yeah, and I love that they do that. Where if you get a sweet mod on a weapon, just shred it, and then you can use that mod to uh, put on uh, like a gun with higher stats. I'm assuming I haven't really done much of that, yeah. but just the idea of it, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I have a an assault rifle or an SMG that does like nothing but burn and ash damage, and then one of my abilities like does three or four times damage to all of those people when I push the L and R bumper. So literally I will um, hit my L bumper and it'll charge my gun to shoot fire rounds or whatever. And I will just spray from left to white, right across <laughs> the map and tag every single person. And then I'll hit both bumpers and they all just explode in blue flames. It's so awesome. That's sweet. It's, it seems like they, they've got their loot down. Like there's a lot of good synergies between mm-hmm. abilities and weapons. It seems and that's the thing too is like I I'm having I, I don't think I've been in a solo boss fight where I haven't had to turn down the world tier and that could just be because I suck at video games, but 
um, you don't want to turn down the world tier at the same time because the loot automatically degrades as well. Which, yeah, so, I guess that, that makes sense. You know, it's kind of a give or take type thing, but I, it seems like every boss fight, like right now I'm fighting like the, oh, what is it? Queen mother of these like little alien monsters that run around and try to kill you and i am she's just handing my butt to me she does some sort of like freeze thing that like instantly takes away all my health and i have just not cracked the code yet the code is get two other people to come in and then you just stomp on her head yeah like (laughs) yeah because my abilities they'll cancel their specials or whatever so you know the little orange bar that charges yeah, and then yeah. they're getting ready to do like a big attack right if i use a, a couple of my abilities it automatically just cancels it so oh that, yeah you know, i think that has a lot to do with it too yeah and you had said something about that when dudes would be like charging at me if i was up because like when you're playing the trickster i think the best build for this eventually is going to be like a shotgun build because i teleport mm-hmm. directly behind people and then just mess them up from there um but if a guy was because I'm up in the front lines or whatever, if a guy's about to do some type of ability on me, you would just like cancel that out. I remember you saying that a couple times while I was playing. Right. Like he stopped, he stopped, or whatever. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun so, one. Yeah, if, if they need to figure out and fix the co-op stuff in this because it's a super fun game. It's it's like it feels like when we were playing uh, Anthem, you know, in those first. 20 30 hours when everybody's using their abilities to like stack on top of each other and you know create combos if you will yep and that i mean we keep talking i don't really even know that we touched on it but the amount of times uh you were getting dropped lou is getting dropped and you just have to keep keep rejoining over and over like an excessive amount i would say (laughs) And the terrible thing about it is like you would be the lowest level person and Lou and I get dropped out. And then all of a sudden you have like 300 overpowered guys just mad at you. Yeah. And that's the only way I would notice. Like if you guys didn't say anything, I would just be like, why are there so many people every, oh, they're gone. My friends are gone. Help. Yeah. I was dashboarded again. Don't you worry. I'll be back. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not as fun as it is running around doing this stuff all co-op and looting and shooting together it is real annoying that like every mission we did that happened a couple times right and i don't know if it was just if this is a well-known thing that's going on or if it was just a bad day or what but hopefully that's something they can iron out at some point yeah i think they've been having some some issues as far as you know getting players linked together but i think a lot of them had to do with um the console generations not being able to link together, but I think we all had new ones, right? Uh, yeah, we we're all playing on series X's and so, we'll, I don't know, <laughs> lose and chat. And he just said, rejoining is really easy though. Got it down to a science. Like, okay, <laughs> that's great that it's easy, but it, but it still it, takes 45 seconds. It still shouldn't be a thing. Like <laughs> right. you shouldn't be happy that it's easy to go back into the game that you just got kicked out of. Um, but I will say that I had a lot more fun than I thought I was going to for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm so I'm already so wrapped up in destiny as a loot and shoot. It was kind of like, Oh, another, another one. What am I going to do? Right. But just getting out there and actually playing it. Um, it, it's a ton of fun and it's completely different than all the other ones. Like with the abilities and stuff, it's just, right. It's almost like, it if, so um, you know, they, they had a, 
a video game machine and they just dropped all the best things of you know division two destiny um diablo you know and just this is what the auto-generated game came out as yeah as because you can definitely see the different different parts of a lot of different games but right i think they're all good parts so yeah no no complaints for me it's who cares about the story? The gameplay is great, and I feel like I have at least forty more hours to go. So, yeah, I think I'll at least try to finish this game. It's not going to be this month, but I'll keep playing through it. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, and they said that like they're obviously not doing a live game thing, but they said if if it is well received enough, which it definitely is, uh, that they weren't wouldn't be against doing like big DLC chunks. Like, um, I don't know, just not drip fed things like a lot of loot and shoots do now but just like having like a big dlc expansion like an actual piece of content that you could sit down for another 20 to 30 hours with your friends and play like it's a cool model i think they do have like the it's like a quote-unquote in game after you beat the game those exploration missions which you basically just go out and look for like exotic loot and stuff so i'm curious to see how all that stuff works as well yeah or how that works with dlc that could potentially like you, be upcoming yeah i was gonna say what do you do with this exotic loot after you you know go out and do it you just go out and do it again or? yeah that, i mean that's what i was most curious about because like a big part destiny has a pvp element as well so a lot of stuff you earn uh through like the highest right. tier content you just can bring it over to a multiplayer game that you can play whenever and like it's endless it's just playing multiplayer um Mm -hmm. where this game it's kind of like okay i'm doing the hardest content i got these exotics or whatever or legendary weapons now what do i do with them though like right is there a big raid coming down the road or i don't know right exactly or with destiny you you know you're trying to grind up to get better loot for raids or you know what i mean yeah so So i'm like what is the purpose for this game to you know what does the the end game yep yeah Something we'll we'll figure out eventually, I think. So, but yeah, I think since this will be our last episode this month, correct? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll have we we'll have final thoughts on it next week for sure. Okay, perfect. But, but uh, yeah, if you have any feedback, uh, questions for us for next week's episode, uh, hit us up on Twitter at CAG Podcast, or if you're in Discord, we have a Game Pass Roulette channel, and you can uh, post anything there, have a conversation. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying this one. Yeah, I'd say, you know, just don't sleep on it because it's a triple-A game in Game Pass just like the show is. And again, no idea how long it's going to be there. So right, hop hop in it while the getting's good. You betcha. All right, ready to get into some news? I suppose. All right, let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Well, we got some uh, info as far as what um, Battlefield's thinking about doing this year. Oh, boy. So they are, I believe, going modern times, correct? That is the rumor and the speculation and exactly where that game needs to go, I think. Most definitely, especially if dumb Call of Duty is going back to World War II. This is their time to break through and possibly you know take some of those fans back yep so um they said it's always been our vision to bring battlefield to more platforms 
So after years of prototyping, they're super happy to let you know that our friends in Industrial Toys will be working closely here at DICE, developing a new Battlefield game, all at Warfare, to smartphones and tablets in 2022. Interesting. So whatever this Battlefield game that they're coming out with this fall, it's going to be on your smartphone next year. Yep. But I, you know, I'm stoked. I am ready to. It says they're doing playtesting right now. Uh, massive battles, epic scale, all-out military warfare. So I believe they're going back to modern times. And I, you know, uh, Battlefield Four just doesn't hold up at this point, fidelity-wise. So I'm ready to see this again. Yeah, and just to be clear, the mobile game and Battlefield 2021 are two separate things. Right, but you know, you assume that they're going to incorporate the two. Uh, are they? Well, I guess they have Call of Duty Mobile, right? Yeah, so which not. is... I'm assuming it's going to be completely separate, but this just sounds like they're putting... I think they said this is the most people they've ever had on a Battlefield game before. Um, and Right. Yeah, they moved everybody from... What game was it? They they did it like earlier in the year. I want to say like in February or something like that, where they just basically shut down working on a certain game and moved everybody all out to Battlefield because it was all hands on deck. Yeah. And at the very end of that blog, they were like, get ready for our reveal soon. Wink face. So we shall see. Lou said Battlefront. It's not going to be Battlefront, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they they struggle with that one already. Yep. Definitely. So yeah, think- hopefully we got uh, something cool that's free to play that can compete with Warzone at the, you know, next fall cuz I have a really bad feeling that we're going to Verdansk in the 40s and I'm not stoked about it <laughs> one bit. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> right? Hopefully they see some of the feedback from this current iteration. Hopefully they're listening to me right now. Right. So, um, yeah, that's about it for Battlefield. But uh, Apex is in the news again. Doing the right things. <laughs> Woo! So, uh, they introduced this new uh, mode, I guess. It's, it's called Arenas. And it takes all of the characters, weapons, and fantastic shooting mechanics from Apex Legends... Fans are used to and fits it into a package that feels a little bit like a tactical shooter. The mode pits two teams of three against each other in a round-based competition. The only way to win is the round is to kill every member of the opposing team. Arena's matches will take place specifically on, excuse me, specifically, I can't talk, will take place on specifically designed maps, including a few that repurpose some of Apex Legends, the most popular locations. So it's kind of like, uh, um, what are those games that Shopa likes to play? Uh, it, like Counter Strike. Counter Strike or Valorant. Valorant. There you go. One of those type modes uh, inside. So I would rather have like a team deathmatch type mode, but I know this scratch scratches the itch for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems interesting compared to to, to their battle royale for sure. Having having more of like a round based 
more hardcore 3v3 because once your whole team's wiped, like that's around. Like, so right. Definitely, then, definitely you know, a little maybe more. Maybe they're, they're looking to make it more of a competitive esport type thing because I know they do have Apex tournaments and stuff, but it seems like the Counter Strike type games are more respected as far as you know esports goes. Yeah, and I mean, and this has the same kind of thing as well, where there's like in between rounds, you're spending money that you earned on right weapons, but then you're also spending that money on your characters like abilities and whatnot so Mm -hmm. uh cool i think it'll be a it'll be a good take on this genre kind of like rogue company and csgo valorant all those this is just gonna be apex version so i'm sure it'll be polished if nothing else maybe at some time they'll have a full multiplayer suite inside apex hopefully and you know well they'll be you know capture the flag or control type games as well as battle or battle royale and uh king death or king of the hill team deathmatch you know all those type of games but i guess they have that in timefall too i was so. gonna say at that point i might just boot up titanfall 2 yeah i heard it's super awesome at 120 frames per second oh baby so um not leaving apex news just quite quick but uh guess who else is coming to the mobile scene <laughs> is it apex yeah buddy um they announced apex legends is heading to an even smaller platform mobile so like the console and pc version apex legends mobile is a competitive battle royale where players will take on the role of specific characters with unique abilities blah 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 so basically it's it's just a mobile version just like call of duty mobile and uh battlefield Yep, and I'm I'm looking for a date when that's going to be available. It just says it's in a small beta test right now in spring of 2021. So I would look for it later on this year. Yeah, for sure. I think I don't know because I wonder, like in Fortnite, all of your progress carries over if you're playing like on your phone or if you're playing like right. it doesn't that's matter. That's the where you only play. one, right? As far as I know, and that's why I'm wondering. But if, I know that that's what this is Apex doesn't carry over at this point. It doesn't carry over anything multi-platform. So, well, like I, your Switch account, it is not tied to your PC account. It's not tied to your Xbox account. Okay, yeah. Ronan said Fortnite's fun. the only mobile game that's actually tied to the main yeah. game, which I love that because uh, you can pick it up and do some dailies while you're right. on the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, mobile games make so much money. So not yeah, a surprise here. Exactly. So yeah, mobiles the mobile scene is just, you know, Pop one more fish in the pond. Yep. So uh let's talk about CG Project Red and how much money they stole last year. <laughs> how much money they stole. I love it. Well, I gave them at least sixty dollars. Oh, we all gave them money. Too much money. So they had their twenty twenty earnings calls. And um despite having to give a bunch of refunds because of Cyberpunk, they still made let me see, where's the number? Five hundred and one oh dollar net profit. Okay. That's a lot. So yeah, that's 
for a game that just got completely trashed and still doesn't work and won't be sold on the PlayStation, you know, store still. Yeah, apparently ten about ten point five million um is what was spent on refunds. So Right. (laughs) Not not a lot. No. I think everybody else just has the the confidence that, you know, I have and you have in C D Project Red to make this thing right and eventually it'll be, you know, a really good game. So it's just gonna sit in my library, not loaded on the um hard drive until that happens. But yeah, they got plenty of money to fix the game. Five hundred and sixty three million in total sales revenues, which is four times higher than twenty nineteen's numbers. <laughs> which yeah, I mean makes sense. Million dollar profit. Yeah. And this makes sense because they haven't released a game in so long, so obviously the numbers are gonna be pumped up, but Yeah. And I mean and they're about to come out with Witcher three for Series X and <laughs> playstation 5s you know that they'll get my money for a fifth time so sure maybe i'll beat the game this time you know if the game's good and it works and you're gonna want to pick it up on the the highest end most premium you know platform that you can to see all the bells and whistles and all these you know groundbreaking things that they've done with this game so yeah i i read an article i must have been earlier today that only 40% of the staff is still working on uh, bug fixes and stuff, and the other 60% is working on new content for the game. So they're clearly steering away from fixing this thing. So Everything's fine, right? The the house is on fire and all the doors are blocked, but we're going to keep working away here. Yeah, we'll see what this next uh, thing they try to push out is going to be content-wise. Well, yeah, they're working on the new Witcher game as well, aren't they? I hope so. I have no idea. What else would they be doing? Oh, I mean, besides trying Counting to fix money. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Counting money, yeah, true. It takes a long time to count $300 million. Especially if it's in ones. <laughs> it's like dropping off a truck full of nickels at somebody to pay them. <laughs> yeah. So. so yeah, CD Projekt Red's not hurting. So if you're worried about that, other than I don't know if they're still being investigated by like the Polish like trade commission or whatever, but they should be able to pay their lawyers. <laughs> yeah, right. They'll be just fine. So okay, up next, um, there's a new Sony exclusive game coming for PlayStation Five, and X Bungie developers are working on it. So, um, what's this guy's name? Tony Shu, who is a former general, Drent, Jesus, general manager and senior vice president of Destiny, says, Today we are thrilled to announce a partnership with Sony Interactive Entertainment for our new original multiplayer game. For our team, the opportunity to, the opportunity to create new worlds and inspire more amazing moments for players around the world is the fire and ambition that keeps us going. The PlayStation team has a deep love and respect for the medium of games and some of the best expertise and capabilities in the world to make help us make big ambitions a reality. Um, do they say what this game's going to be, or does it just says that they're working on a game together? Uh, they just said it was a multiplayer game. It's uh, okay. the studios, Firewalk Studios, uh, with probably Monsters is the other one. So they're working together to, to put this 
whatever this is out and Sony um, decided, hey, we need something in our corner. So Sweet. So we'll probably see that, what, 2023 at the earliest? Yeah, probably like a glimpse of what it is. Um, yeah. But I, I mean... Hate when companies talk about games that are five, ten years down the road. Yeah, same. Put your head down and get the job done and then talk about it. But it sounds like they have some talented people working on it. So Definitely. At, at least it'll play well, hopefully. Yeah, have some good systems in inside of it. Right. So see what the uh you know, the genre of it's gonna be either space or fantasy or you know, modern times. Yeah. Probably not. But But we probably like you said, we won't know for a couple of years anyways. Yeah, until we forgot about this article completely. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember when I said that. Yep. So, we're going to talk about some KOTOR. Woo! Uh, it says, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake reportedly coming from Port Studio Aspire. So, the, the it's a remake of the 2003 Bioware RPG. It's in the works at the Port Studio Aspire Media. Um, this is the public at this point and I basically confirmed that Aspire which is a company that has ported a bunch of KOTOR games is working on the remake so is this like a complete remake or are they just polishing it up uh, it sounded like they're going to stick to a lot of what the original game was but they are going to make it feel more current gen <laughs> than oh. it was So, and this is all coming from Jason Schreier who I feel like we haven't heard from much lately so this all came up with him in uh an interview with him and ben hansen who used to work for G- game informer i think so mm-hmm. they seem pretty certain that this is going to be a thing yep looks like they uh the rumors have been swirling for some time suggesting the game was in development and would integrate elements from the first two just like you said um and we'll learn more later this year. So it's 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 kind of like, I don't know, it looks like it's kind of in the early stages. So I don't think it'll be out anytime soon, correct? I would assume so. But it's, they're also <laughs> probably have a lot of that source code. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, shine it up, change colors, make it shiny, and uh, put some water reflections in. Everybody will be happy. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. And another thing is like Ronan said in chat that Aspire is like a porting studio. That's what they do. And we know that Bioware has nothing to do with this. EA has nothing to do with this. Uh, So, yeah, seems like this is going to be a real thing. Like, I know we've talked about it in the past. uh, Isn't it turn-based? Completely. Yeah, it's a a weird version of of turn-based. It's yeah, not I, not turn based. It's yeah. it's real time. You're not like sitting side by side taking turns, but you do like pick your skills. I haven't played that game in so long, but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I'll wait and see what it looks like when it comes out. But I <laughs> right. wasn't. I know everybody says like Kotor is like the best video game ever made, but it just didn't scratch any type of itch for me. Oh yeah, there was like cool times or uh, cooldowns on your abilities, stuff like that. Um, Oh, you could pause, man. Yeah, see, I haven't played this in so long. I watched Ladonian stream some of it like last year, and I was like, right. I don't even know how you're playing this right now, dude. Story is great. 
I couldn't play this game again. Just even like the color choice and you know the of the little pop ups of the chat and stuff is just like everything is so nineteen ninety nine in it. Yeah, it's an old game. It's definitely it's definitely outdated. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Kotor looks more like a port than you know Final Fantasy VII remake type game. So if you're excited for that, cool stuff. Um, up next, I know quite a few people in our community play Overwatch, and they're sad to hear this, but uh, Jeff Kaplan was the next domino to fall over at Blizzard. So I believe he just decided he was leaving. Yeah, he hasn't said anything about where he's going, I don't think. No. He says, I'm leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 years. It was truly an honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create the worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience. I want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at Blizzard who supported our games, our game teams, and our players. But I want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game devs that shared in the journey of creation with me. Never accept the world as it appears to be. Always dares to see always dare to see what it see it for what it could be. I hope you do the same. GG Jeffrey. <laughs> I think that's one and only time he's been known as Jeffrey, correct? Je- I've never heard him call himself Jeffrey. <laughs> but uh almost 20 years, dude. That's crazy. Working on World yeah. of Warcraft. Man. And uh, so, as far as I know, he was leading things with Overwatch too. Uh, correct. But it seems like they, they had in the last six months like a bunch of their executives leave, and it's just kind of a changing of the guard type thing right now. Because um, I can't look at, I can't find it in the article, but they have a guy that's working on it now that was basically like his right hand man. Yeah, Aaron Keller. Um, there you go. He actually worked with him. Um, on World of Warcraft way back when. So Right. Trusted ally so, taking taking the wheel here. So everything should be fine. Right, because everybody's stoked about Overwatch 2 at this point. Yeah. From what I hear, most people are just saying just make it Overwatch and take the two out of it because it's gonna be a weird Destiny 2 thing now. Yeah. I'm excited for the like PvE stuff. Coming to the Overwatch too, yeah, like the origin like story the stuff, story missions, exactly. Uh, yeah, that that stuff seems cool. So, um, enjoy your retirement, Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll keep a look in the headlines to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, if anything, I'm sure that man has enough money to never do anything again if he doesn't want to. Yeah, so. he, he can just go buy an island with the GTA boys and <laughs> hang out with them. Call it good. They just call it Game Dev Island Game in Dev. the uh, in the Bahamas. They just you know they build their own shape islands down there, like they do in Dubai. That's a catchy name, right? Game Dev Island. Game Dev Island. <laughs> Probably no allergies down there, huh? <sighs> I hope not. <laughs> so, um, speaking of when I was talking about the uh, FPS boost to Titanfall 2. Um, there's 13 more games that came to Xbox this week with a FPS boost. So uh, Battlefield 4, Titanfall 2, uh, one of the uh, Star Wars Battlefront games. I'm looking at I have this the list. Do you want that. me to look, read the list? 
Yeah, go ahead. Actually, I've got it. Yeah, go ahead. Battlefield 1, 4, and 5, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, Battle for, Na- Battle for Neighborhoodville, and Garden Warfare 2, Sea of Solitude, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, Titanfall 1 and 2, and Unravel 2 all have the new fancy FPS boost available on the next generation of Xbox consoles. Um, so it's taken a lot of these from either 30 to 60, uh, 60 to 120. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it just kind of seemed like the, the EA Play stuff that's been in Game Pass uh, now also has the FPS boost. So, Right. They get the Microsoft put their little magic touch on it. Boop. That's what they do. Boop. Shake the wand. It's magic. Yeah. So, cool. If only Sony had one of those wands, right? Oh, Sony. Gotta stop yeah, dogging on so them. so many issues with generations right now. Yeah. Yep. So, if but you I don't have a story for that, on. so that's all I got in the news this week. Tarn it. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Maybe. Um. All right. Games coming out this week. I only had two big ones I wanted to talk about, um, and neither of them are for Xbox. But Friday, April 30th, you have Returnal coming out for PS5. That's the one that just showed up last year, I think, is when they were showing the trailers. Super spooky looking weird sci-fi looking i guess third person shooter adventure type of game looks interesting um and then new pokemon snap coming to the yep. switch same day my, my money is safe this week yeah yeah i agree i think so <laughs> uh like i remember when my friends got pokemon snap for the nintendo 64 and i was just like I don't get it. You didn't get it back then, so why would you get yeah. it now? Yeah. I never like, Okay, so you're one. in like a super slow-moving vehicle like at an amusement <laughs> park, and you literally just take pictures. Yeah. Again, I don't get it. Yep, not for us. I think if there was going to be one, it would be Returnal, uh, but that's also a game nope. that will be $30 uh, in a couple weeks. So. And it's scary, so out, out, out. I don't know that it – necessarily is like super scary oh okay I, I think is it more it's, like it's, control scary uh, dude i was literally just gonna say think more like control like spooky like thrillery okay. i guess is is gotcha gotcha well i still gotta finish that game but it was giving me issues with all the sound <laughs> get effects too and spooked out in that one <laughs> um all right uh coming to game pass this i think just got announced today or yesterday uh dragon quest builders 2 sweet that's going to show up soon here. Uh, Fable, Fable 3, Second Extinction, Destroy All Humans, which is a game that is a lot of fun, but I never had. Yeah. I never was going to pay for it. I think now that it's in Game Pass, I'll probably give it a look because that game was pretty fun from what I had played uh, in the demo. Yeah, just shoot humans as aliens. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also Fogs. F- Fog? P H P H O G S. Mm-hmm. looks fun um, and then also Ronan said something earlier in chat and I'm not going to be able to find it now if he's still oh there it is uh, Knockout City which was that like dodgeball game that we recently saw a few months ago uh, that's, right. that's coming day and day now, right? it's what well he played the beat the beta yeah yeah, yeah. did it already close I, I'm not sure but either way day one uh, Knockout City is going to be in Game Pass, so and that's kind of like it's it's kind of a genre for people and kids that don't that want to play you know PvP type games but don't want the violence and the gore and the 
Right, it's toxic lobbies and all that stuff. So think of kind of like Splatoon or you know games in that. that <laughs> he genre, said, I, had, "I guess I had way more fun in that game than should be legal." <laughs> so <laughs> uh, definitely, and I think this is a good. I, we had talked about it when it first got announced. It's like this could be a good candidate for like a community play. And now that it's in Game Pass, why not? Because you can do private lobbies. It seems like a just a hilariously fun time whipping dodgeballs at each other. So, cool. That's going to be uh, in Game Pass. You do have games leaving Game Pass, though, and if you want to buy them before they take off out of there, you do get 20% off while they're still in Game Pass. Uh, but leaving at the end of the month, you have Endless Legend, For the King, Fractured Minds, Levelhead, Moving Out, and Thumper, all leaving at the end of the month. Uh, the one in there for me that I wanted to get checked out before it leaves is Moving Out. So it's pretty cool me and my wife played it for one night yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm gonna have to do here because that's what it's It's awesome dude like you can like shatter the windows and then just start chucking furniture out the set out of the second floor yep to try to get it in the truck sounds wonderful yep perfect (laughs) um we're still in the month of april for games with gold so until the end of the month, you have Vikings, Wolves of Midgard, and going until May 15th, you have Truck Racing Championship. Uh, for the Xbox 360, Hardcore Uprising until April 30th. Uh, for PS Plus, you've got another four days to snag Days Gone, Zombie, Ar- Zombie Army 4, Dead War, uh, and Oddworld Odd Soulstorm. Holy, I can't talk. You did it. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. But Soulstorm is day and date to PS Plus, right? Yeah. Yep. That's so, that that weird game that they're pushing 2.9 real hard on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um about the only way I would check that one out was if it was free. So <laughs> there we go. Um all right, let's plug this thing up. Streamerlinks.com slash C A G podcast has links to everything. Uh, if you want to hang out with us, chat on the daily, head over to Discord. Uh, make sure to give us a star rating, review, like, subscribe, do all those other fun things on whatever podcast app you're using to listen. Uh, VIP episode is a couple weeks out. If you'd like to become a VIP, a couple ways to do it. Um, Patreon.com slash CAG podcast. If you're a patron there, you can get yourself entered into our monthly drawing. Also, twitch.tv slash Gaming. if you're subbed there. Uh, it's another way to get yourself entered. If you're subbed in both places, buy two, get one free, get yourself an additional entry into the drawing on Twitter and Instagram. Bonus. What? I said bonus. Bo- like bo- I bo- bonus. Do. Twitter and Instagram at CAG podcast. And lastly, if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG podcast at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me, I am at risky the kid everywhere. How about you moose? Uh, moose and Stein 8314 all places. Nailed it. Alrighty. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. Catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Check you later.
what does James Bond do before he goes to sleep? There's something about pajamas again. He goes undercover. Oh, good one. <laughs> um, how long did the baseball player spend in the library? Nine innings. No, five minutes. It was a short stop. <laughs> the World Tongue Twister champion just got arrested. I hear they're going to give him a really tough sentence. <laughs> Which one of the baseball players makes flapjacks or pancakes? God, I don't know. The batter. Oh, duh. That was easy. Did you know that baseball is the first sport in the Bible? I didn't. Yeah, in Genesis it says in the big inning. 